Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. You. Oh, nothing. I'm just tired. A man gets home after a hard day's work. He likes to relax and enjoy his home. Honestly, you're getting to sound like an old man. Where's <laughs> the section with the movies in it? Oh, here it is. Seems to me you two ought to go out more while you're still young. Oh, well, we hate to go out to the movies and leave you, Aunt Evie. I don't mind at all. I think you should go out more. Oh, it takes too much energy. Oh, really? You think you're 90 years old. <laughs> Well, I feel like it sometimes. See, there's several movies here I'd like to see. Oh, honey, but look at the time. Wherever we'd go, we'd get right in the middle of the feature. I hate that. I like to get in at the beginning. Well, here at the Lyric Theater, it says the feature goes on at 8.33. If we left now, we could just yes. make it. Yeah, and then we got to find a place to park the car. <laughs> go on. Don't be such an old stick in the mud. <laughs> by the time we get out and drive home again, it'll be 11 o'clock. We never go to bed before that anyhow. Well, I try to. Yeah, what if it's crowded? We'll have to stand in line. We we'll probably won't get any decent seats. They'll put us way over at the side. And... You used to love to take me to the movies. We'd hold hands. Yeah. Well, sit over here on the sofa with me. I'll hold your hand. Mm-hmm. Romantic, isn't he, Aunt Effie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, honey, I don't really feel like driving way down there. It's Marilyn Monroe. Well, get your coat on. What are we waiting for? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just teasing, honey. Look, I'd rather have you than Marilyn Monroe any day. <laughs> oh, I'll bet. Come on, get your coat on. Let's go. Thousands of students at 33 colleges and universities might not be able to continue their studies if it were not for money raised each year by the United Negro College Fund. These 33 institutions of higher learning, 32 located in the South, are chiefly concerned with developing doctors, scientists, teachers, leaders greatly needed in their communities and by their nation. Not only the ability of these colleges to continue, but their ability to provide scholarship aid to deserving students unable to pay tuition depends on the generosity of enlightened Americans who believe in an enlightened America. The United Negro College Fund 
is now collecting its funds for another year of important activity. To participate within your own means, make a note of the address. It's United Negro College Fund, 22 East 54th Street, New York, 22 New York. That's 22 East 54th Street, New York, 22 New York. For an ever-improving America, for higher standards of living for all, support the United Negro College Fund. time I come out of a theater, I'm always turned around. <laughs> I know, I'm too. I didn't enjoy the movie. Oh, yeah. Didn't you? Just a minute. What's the matter? Just a second. Don't tell me. Just a minute. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Oh, look in your coat pocket. Well, I just did. No, I've only got one. Oh, well, I'm sorry, dear. But why do you take gloves to the movie? I don't know. Honestly, it never fails, does Look, it? Look, I don't even think it's funny. Well, I really don't. I know. I... I'm, I'm sorry, dear. I took my gloves off and we got into the movie, and I thought I put them in my pocket and I must have laid them on my lap, you know, and then when we got up to leave, one fell down, Every time, every time oh, we go to a movie... Don't I, that down. Every don't time that down. we go to a movie, you either slip your shoes off, then we can't find one of them, so we have to get an usher with a flashlight, or else you drop your hand back upside down so everything rolls all over the Look, place. you go on to the car, and I will go back. Oh, no, no, no. Here, here. Take the car keys. You go wait in the car. I'll go back. No, I don't mind, dear. I'll, I I'll will go. go. By golly, every time. Every time we go to a movie... <laughs> Did you enjoy the movie? Oh, yes, the movie was fine, but we're not speaking. Hmm? He's mad at me. Oh, no. Yes, he is. <laughs> Look at his face. Didn't say a word coming home in the car. Here's a hanger for your coat, dear. Thank you. My goodness, what's the trouble? Oh, I lost my glove in the movie. You'd think I'd done something terrible. Oh, is that all? <laughs> is that all? <laughs> My goodness, I don't think that's so terrible. I'm always losing something in the movies, my gloves or my drawer or something. <laughs> Will you tell me something? Why do women think it's so funny? Well, we don't think it's so funny, dear. It's just that you make such a fun. Look, it is just plain carelessness to lose things, that is all. And if you know you lose them, why do you take them? You don't need gloves in the movie, for heaven's sake. Why can't you take them off outside if you have to wear them at all and... Put them in your pocket so you know they're there. Why do you wait until you get into the movie where it's pitch dark and you have to fumble around? Oh, now, my goodness, don't spoil the evening. If you enjoyed the movie and had a good time, that's the main thing. The main thing is that she is always losing something at the oh, movie. Oh, I am not, Listen, dear. when I went back in there and I found the usher with the flashlight, you know what he said when he saw me? Uh, you know what he said? Mm. He said, well, what did you lose tonight? <laughs> He did not. You're making that up. I am not, sir. Help me. That is what he said. That's it exactly. Same usher we had the night you lost your earrings. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, dear. We had a terrible time finding those. Your earrings? Mm. Both of them? Yes. Well, how'd you happen to take them off? Well, they pinch my ears after a while, and then I take them off and rub my earlobes uh -huh. and put them back on. But that night I forgot, and when we stand up, they rolled off my lap. You know, I had down. about three rows of people standing up to look for the things. I, I, I was so darned embarrassed. Well, did you find them? Oh, yes, eventually. I want some coffee. Anybody else want me? Yes, I'll have some. There's some chocolate cake left, too. Well, tonight um, that theater was jammed, too, so it was 
So, of course... Do you want coffee? Yes. So, of course, that poor usher had to plow... Oh, well, may I have my glove before you forget (laughs) me? Yes, yes, yes. It's in my pocket. Just a second. Well, I'll go out and make some coffee. I'll get some plates for the cake. We might as well eat it. Cake's always best the first day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anybody call while we were gone? No, dear, not a soul. Hey, didn't I give you your glove? No, you did not. Be pretty funny if he's lost it now. Yes. <laughs> here it is, here it is, here it is. I How much case do you want? A big piece or a small one? I want a big piece. I'm hungry. Here, here's your glove. Thank you. This is my glove. <laughs> it isn't. This is navy blue. I had brown gloves tonight. Well, I don't know. It's what the usher handed me. Well, didn't you look at it? You knew I had brown gloves on tonight. I did not know what I've you... got everything brown on. Why would I take navy blue gloves? I don't know. I don't know. The usher handed me the glove and I took it. Oh, honestly, oh, well... You see, your wife is not the only woman who drops her gloves in the movie. <laughs> some poor woman's looking for her gloves. Well... Dave Lawson found the theory, dear. She finds yours and turns in, you get it back. Yes, now we turn hers at mm-hmm. the same time. Honestly, dear, you knew Look, I wore brown. The usher and... just handed it to me, and by that time I was glad to be handed anything. First he tried to hand me a scarf, and I said, no, no, we didn't lose a scarf. My and scarf? So... Hmm? I forgot I wore one. What? That lovely paisley. You mean that beautiful one I gave you? Oh, you no, have... oh, I'm so sorry, Aunt Effie. Well, I'm sure I'll get it back. I'll drive down to the theater tomorrow. Tomorrow? My goodness, I think you better go back tonight before somebody finds it and takes it. Tonight? I paid six dollars for that scarf. It was all silk and made in France. Oh, I am so sorry, Aunt Effie. Now, don't worry. I'm sure somebody will turn it in. Oh, I certainly hope so. Well, why wouldn't they? Nobody's going to steal a scarf. That was a six dollar scarf. And there are plenty of people who would be tickled to pieces to find something like that. They don't have to say a word. Just walk home with it. Look, for peace sake, Aunt Effie, you know as well as I do that 99% of the people are honest now. Well, I don't think the percentage is as high as that. If you don't go back and look for that scarf tonight, I'll bet you'll never see it again. It was a perfectly beautiful scarf. Yes, yes, it, it was. I just feel terrible, Aunt Effie. Really, I, I forgot I would. Look, I, I hate to repeat myself all the time, but it beats me how women can be so darn careless. If you don't go back downtown to the movie house tonight, you will never see well, that. I am not driving all the way back downtown tonight. Even if we never see that scarf again. Here, I'll give you the six dollars. Oh, you... no. I'm not going to take any six dollars. Now, what's the matter with you offering money, dear Wendy? Wait, what's the matter? What uh, is it? My wallet. Where's my wallet? I always keep my wallet right here, right in this pocket. It's gone. When did you last have it? It's gone. I had it at the theater when I bought the ticket. Well, I would suggest that you call theater and tell them you are on the way down, both of you, to find all the things you both lost. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. People have more fun than anybody. People, that is, who are Art Link Letters guests at house party. Are you this kind of people? Well, a good way to find out is to be listening as America's favorite party giver, throws another of his fun-filled wingdings each weekday. As a house party guest, you won't find yourself bobbing for apples or pinning the tail on the donkey. The kind of games, contests, and surprises that Art concocts are far more fun than that. You'll meet lots of interesting people, too. Over 35 or under, you're sure to find the kids' panel that Art interviews each day a risible riot. Whatever they have on their minds, the kids say it in the unabashed, straightforward way only youngsters can. Letting the bricks and the chuckles fall where they may. 
There's one guaranteed way you can be sure not to miss the fun tomorrow. Simply by listening for Art Linkletter's House Party right here on CBS Radio. House Party, another sound reason behind the different sound of this station and CBS Radio. They said there was no sense coming down. They were just closing. Well, you will never see that lovely scarf again. Now, the heck with a scarf. I'm worried about my wallet. Well, I'll say good night and go on up to bed. Good night. I must sleep. Why do you... Good night, Aunt Effie. I'm sure the scarf will be turned in. Beautiful. Why do you say that? Now you've hurt her feelings. Oh, go well, I didn't her. know it. Aunt Effie, wait a minute, Aunt Effie. Aunt Effie, they said the people who come in tonight to clean up, you know, turn in everything they find, and we can... Mm-hmm. Check tomorrow at the theater. Well, it was such a beautiful scarf. Oh, I know, and I'm sure we'll find it, Aunt Effie. Well, I'm sorry I, I sounded rude just then, Aunt Effie, but I'm worried about my wallet. I looked in your top coat, and I went out and looked in the car, and... It's not so much the money. You know, I didn't have much money in it, but all my cards, my social security card, hospitalization, credit cards, registration for the car, mm-hmm. my driver's license. I can't even drive the car. Oh, heavens, that means I'll have to drive you to work tomorrow. Oh. Well, I don't see how you could lose your wallet. Well, I probably didn't lose it. I probably had my pocket picked. No, no. 99% of people are honest, you said. Oh, They mm-hmm. turned on the lights and passed baskets around for some charity thing. I'll bet you got your wallet out, then laid it on top of your top coat, which you had folded up on your lap, and then you forgot. Well, you know? all I can say is it beats me how men can be so darn careless. <laughs> Good night. You know, sometimes I find it hard to even like Aunt Effie. <laughs> oh, honey, you had that coming, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> oh, honestly, how could I be so dumb? Losing my wallet, all my cards, my I know, social security, I know. my Stop driver's lying, license. dear. I'm sure we'll find it how Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunch with Margaret Hamilton and is produced by Walter Hamilton.